Welcome to the What Comes Next podcast, where we speak with former college and pro athletes that have walked away from organized sports, discussing the ups and the downs of transitioning to a more normal life. If you know anyone that would be interested in sharing their story, contact me at crbsandboylu at bluescreativelab.com or head over to at Cortland Blueford on Instagram. Now that the warm-up is done, let's get into the workout. Today, I would like to welcome David West to the What Comes Next podcast. Uh, David West spent 15 years in the NBA. He was uh, He started out with the New Orleans Hornets drafted in 2003. He spent with them till 2011. From 2011 to 2015, he was with the Indiana Pacers. 2015 to 2016, he was with the San Antonio Spurs. And then 2016 to 2018, he was with the Golden State Warriors, in which he retired from the Golden State Warriors. But he had a very, very amazing career, a very colorful career. He started out with uh, in North Carolina, Gardner uh, Magnet School in, in North Carolina, and then he switched up to Hargrave Military Academy in Chatham, Virginia. Uh, he went to Xavier from 99 to 2003, very decorated as well, set a lot of records. He scored 2,000 points. I only scored 1,000, so kudos to him for that. That is that is an amazing deal. But he was, he was very decorated in terms of Player of the Year uh, awards, Atlantic 10 awards, uh, and breaking many, many records. Uh, also in the NBA, he was a two-time NBA champion, two-time All-Star, AP National Player of the Year, Oscar Robinson Trophy winner. Man, I could go on and on, but I would I would much rather get into the content and, and celebrate his success, but then also talk about some of the things that I've learned from interviewing him. So here we go. Um, yeah, I started playing basketball when I was pretty young, probably about five or six, seriously. Okay. And... Um, so spent most of my life just just playing and life revolving around basketball, um, you know, and uh, it turned into a pretty good career. <laughs> I would say so. Did did you were you surrounded by friends that were also just as intense in basketball, or were your parents just as intense in basketball? How did that work growing up? Um, now nah, you know, for uh, for me it was my older brother. He was playing. Uh, he played like. You know, uh, I think it was D2 or D3. Um, and, you know, that was it. My dad just made sure I had a hoop. Um, and, you know, basketball just became a part of my psyche. Okay. Um, I was really the, the first person in my family, you know, um, you know to take it serious you know, at, at a really young age and not really concentrate on any of the sports because my brother played football as well. Okay. Um, so... Created a, you know, energy just around, um, you know, what I was doing and um, sort of how I envision myself being successful in the future. We went on to discuss more about uh, managing his time, like with family and friends going from seeing them often to not seeing them, and uh, he made a good point. I mean. Making his transition from high school to college was made a little bit easier due to his military school background. Uh, it helped him define his goals properly and. And thankfully, Xavier, according to him, was was a little bit smaller in class size, so it allowed him to succeed in his academics as well. But having him not be so surrounded by family and friends in military school kind of helped him get across the the separations some athletes go through from high school being around their their immediate friends and family every day, like going home to mom and dad, to then going to college and sometimes not seeing them unless they're staying local, but oftentimes spreading their wings and heading out. 
and uh, not really seeing their parents every so often. We went on to discuss his collegiate career, uh, like how when he came in, he wasn't as popular as, as some other individuals, but he was still able to si- succeed by setting his goals and, and setting guidelines for himself and sticking to them throughout his four-year career, which I can tell you is, is very challenging, very difficult. I mean, for athletes and non-athletes alike, uh, setting something from your freshman year with the knowledge you have and then sticking with that for the next three to four years uh, until you get that goal or attain that that monumental end game that you're looking for. I mean, yeah, it sounds great for graduation, but there's a curriculum that you kind of go through. In terms of basketball, there's there's aims, like you, you, you shoot up for the stars. I mean, there are different things that you have, but there are a lot of variables involved with that, like how your teammates or how other players go that you're against. Like there's a lot of things, but he was determined to make it happen. So check this out. Yeah, well, in, um, in college, we, you know, it was similar, just, you know, embracing the experience, you know, pushing myself to get better. Um, you know, and like I said, I was able to focus on, you know, my personal development, you know, to just be prepared as I could, you know, to go to the NBA when, you know, when I got to college or even leaving high school, you know, I wasn't a highly talented recruit, so the NBA wasn't necessarily a guaranteed thing for me. Interesting. So, yeah, so, you know, I, uh, I had to create, you know, sort of this identity for myself around what I wanted to be and then, you know, get on this path and stick straight to the to the things that helped me be successful along the way. Interesting. So in college, I mean, you had you had a pretty decorated career as a freshman. I mean, you were you were the A ten, you were all ten, uh, the A ten all rookie team, uh, lead your team in rebounding. In sophomore year, you went on to lead them in scoring, rebounding, and I think it was blocks. Junior season, I mean, was just A ten player of the year. So what? I guess when it came to it, did you at one point ever think like, okay, well, this is about to be basketball is about to be done. After my freshman year, you know, I still wasn't on the radar, so to speak. Um, and, and particularly in pro sports, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Scouts have to see you, you know, they have to know what you can do. So it wasn't until after my sophomore year that, you know, the pro thing became a reality or became something that I could legitimately see. That was in, within my grasp. Okay. And trying to make sure I got the most out of my time. Um, because, again, I didn't come in ranked. I wasn't a McDonald's All-American or anything like that. And it just took you know time for me in college to get the time, get the opportunity. Um, I was able to create, like I said, create uh, enough energy around what I was, what I was and sort of what my abilities were to get, get a shot at the league. I followed that up with talking about some of his accomplishments on and off the court. Uh, in terms of his NBA career, it was obvious, you know, winning championships and, and winning some other things. But then that got into a much deeper conversation about him working with the HBL, being an integral part to the Historical Basketball League, which is the first college basketball league to compensate and educate its players based on their market value. I mean, that is a monumental step towards 
college players getting paid or, or being compensated in some form or, or fashion. Uh, he also talked about coaching his AAU program, which a lot of times if if you don't see it firsthand or if you don't see it from a person directly that played in the NBA, you don't always think it's true. There are a lot of people around me growing up that would tell me, like, why you? Like, what? there's 0.001% or whatever crazy number they came up with. But then I would always think to myself, like, why not me? But it wasn't until I met Enos Watley in high school that kind of put it in grasp for me. It, it made it tangible for me. And I'm sure that's what he's doing with the kids that he coaches. But then we got into more about his retirement, like walking away from the sport. Was it a difficult decision? Was other people influencing him? Did they want him to stay longer or was it that time? And he said he really just knew it was that time. He listened to his body. He said the last two to three years, he he understood that eventually he was going to make this decision and everyone around him was pretty supportive. Uh, but what made it very interesting for me was when it was time for me to, to be done with the sport and I came to terms with it, I did not work out at all. Like I dropped the basketball. People to this day ask me like, hey, you still play basketball? I saw a good friend of mine, Stan O'City. I'll see him. Uh, I saw him in the airport and then we had a conversation and he was like, hey, man, when was the last time you picked up a basketball? And I told him it's been about two and a half, three years and I am not worried about looking back at that. Uh, it's like a like you've given so much energy, energy, so much time to it, and and you finally can just breathe a little bit. You can finally relax a little bit. And it sounds crazy to some people, but for those that have been runners or those that have played hockey, those that have played a sport at a very intense level and they have come to terms with it, uh, walking away from the sport, I mean, they really just just keeping that energy and putting it somewhere else is, is monumental, man. It, it's a breath of fresh air. But check it out for him. Has has working out. I mean, you've been doing it for years during the summer, but uh, during that off season now, is it more difficult working out during the off season, like staying in shape? Um. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the gym. You know, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I'm just been relaxing, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I. You know, after doing that, being in that routine for all these years, um. I just wanted to take a break from it. Understood. I'm not not eating terribly, you know what I'm saying? But still watching what I can eat and trying to maintain. But I'm not I'm not on some regular schedule in the gym a few times a week, not yet, at least. The last question I ask him is what advice would he give athletes that are walking away from the sport or people that had their career in too soon dealing with their sport? And it may seem obvious to some of you. Uh, with the kind of clear lens, but to an athlete that's used to performing and, and, and being on stage, if you want to call it that, and being involved in the sport and, and only shooting or hitting the ball or throwing the ball or swimming or anything else, I mean, this is monumental. And I think a lot of people need to hear this because it was something I needed to hear, but I didn't have a clear lens either. So, it was more so my ego that was in the way at the time because I was so used to being out front and I wasn't prepared to do the things behind the scenes. But here, hear from him, and uh, I would love to know from some of you that are athletes or, or some of the family members that have athletes in your family or friends that are athletes, uh, if you propose to them his answer, how would they respond? I would love for you to email me or, or DM me or message me somehow or call me or text me and let me know 
if you brought that up to one of the athletes that you know, how would they respond? Or if you've done it before, how have they responded actually? So uh, here, I'll let him. I'll let him give you that information. At the high school or college level, I think that there are many opportunities to participate in the game. If you really love the game and you want to continue to contribute to the game, then you know you find out a way to learn about a different path or a different avenue into the sport. Okay. Coaching, training, um, fitness, um, conditioning. Physical therapy, sports psychology, you know, management, uh, player management, team management, business management, development on player and business side, marketing, research development, um, in-game operations at uh, in-game arenas. I mean, in-game arena operations. Um, you know, scorekeepers, statisticians, shot clock keepers, shot, wow, um, wow, okay, you know, keepers. I mean, we gotta, we gotta. We got to use our heads here, right? Right. So if you love the game, if you want to be a part of basketball, then obviously sports media um, 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 is another one. So there are different avenues now that you can work within the game and make your contribution if being on the court, uh, on the field, on the diamond, whatever it is, uh, doesn't work out for you. David West is pretty reachable, and uh, I'm sure he's he's pretty open to people communicating with him. So if you want to reach him on Twitter, you can find him at D underscore West 30. Uh, if you want to find him on Instagram, you can find him at Real D West 30. If you want to check out his league, I'll let him talk about that. But he's pretty approachable, so feel free to reach out to him if you have any questions or comments or you just want to follow him. He's, he's got a lot of information on his posts that I think a lot of people would be intrigued by. Check him out. I got, you know, we have a, a basketball league that we're, we're working on, uh, the historical basketball league. You can go check out the HPLleague.com coming in 2020. Um, you know, also working, you know, with some um, some concepts around, you know, NBA players and, you know, sort of the impact that we can have uh, in, in, a, in a new way um, that I think people will find very, very interesting. So look out for that, too, um, info coming with that. Again, I appreciate your time. Uh, if there's if there's anything else, man, feel free. If you think of anything else after, uh, I'll be in contact and we can we can kind of figure this out. But I agree, greatly, greatly appreciate your time throughout the day. All right, yes, sir. Have a good one. Right. Bye. And that does it for today's workout. So thank you for joining the What Comes Next podcast. If you know any ex-college or ex-professional athletes that want to get on our show and share their story, please feel free to have them email us at crbsandboylu at bluescreativelab.com or contact me directly on Instagram at Cortland Bluford. I look forward to sharing the next workout with you.